Hello, friends, and welcome to Men Do Disney, episode 118, Food for Thought. My name is Pete, and joining me tonight is Matt. What's up, everybody? And Tom. I guess uh, to start a new streak, you always have to... Uh, a streak always starts at one, I guess. So he's back. <laughs> We're three guys who want to help you make the most of your Disney World vacation, as well as to bring some of that Disney magic into your life every day. So put on your favorite pair of Mickey ears, lower your safety harness, remain seated until the ride has come to a complete stop, and then let's do Disney. Kind of the, the journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step, right? Matt's streak begins with a single podcast. You know, I, I sit here and I, and I think about why I haven't been here lately, and it's because you guys just have decided to mutiny and throw the captain off the boat because I'm definitely the captain of this podcast and the people have spoken and they, they're ready for me to come back so I had to make make an appearance tonight I don't know that we necessarily mutinied I think what happened was we had a weekend where we could do it and you I think you were either having technical difficult difficulties or you were out of town and you said go on without me guys and Pete and I and we've mentioned this in one of the episodes we had to pre-record a lot of episodes because of everything going on and so you just missed two. Yeah, y'all, y'all definitely hit like like three episodes, four episodes, something like that, like all in a row. I think we hit. And y'all kind of just told me about it the next day. I think that's how it happened. Like it was, I was having technical difficulties one time, but then y'all decided to record like eighteen times in the next forty eight hours. Yeah, we we had a good run there, and guys, like we mentioned, not that our main topic is is always relevant to what's going on in Disney. Certainly, the news is, but and we and we've been adding that in after the fact, because we did have to get ahead due to some of our schedules. And that's what made it look like Matt was gone for a month, but he's back. Uh, I can predict he's probably going to be back for like a month. So, uh, cause this is another weekend. We're all quarantined. Uh, we're, we're doing the same thing you guys are doing. I'm sure. Obviously the coronavirus has hit our country extremely hard and hopefully everyone's first and first and foremost, staying safe and healthy. Uh, I know there's challenges personally, with financially, jobs, all of that nature. And, of course, we're all sad to see Disney closed um, for, I guess, the the, the near future. I guess the foreseeable future. Yep. Yeah, it's it's not, uh, not ideal, obviously, but we're going to continue on as if Disney that we know and love is open for business. And, uh, well, I say that, but a couple of these topics that we're going to be that we're going to be doing here are, are going to be. I guess kind of expressing our longing to be back at Disney, right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, we're always wanting to be at Disney, but I think the the fact that we actually cannot be at Disney really has hit us a little harder than normal. So tonight, we're going to talk about food. And we're, we're going to talk about... Guys, I've got a real big problem right now with food because I'm having a, a, a terrible time finding stuff at the grocery store. So like, I'm constantly thinking about what am I going to make for dinner? What am I going to eat for lunch? Like, what food am I going to find at the grocery store? So, like, going to Disney and being able to just go up to a restaurant and get whatever the heck I want would be amazing right now. And so that's that's kind of where this episode came from is that we, we thought, well, what foods do we really miss at Disney? What do we really miss being around and being able to order? Yeah, we've got on the list – we're not great at following the outline. Right now we have 20 food items on the list, but I feel like once we get into the episodes, you'll start to – hear someone typing on the other end and adding something to the Google Doc. So for now, we have 20. Maybe we'll have more, but at least it'll be 20. But before we get to the main topic, I think we still need to visit our sponsor, right, Pete? Yeah, let's uh, let's let's pause for just a second here to uh, to hear from our sponsor, Kingdom Strollers. 
so your family is coming to Orlando. And the thought of lugging your stroller onto the plane isn't your idea of fun. But you're smart enough to know that conquering the theme parks of Orlando without a stroller for your kids could be a vacation killer. As parents ourselves, we get it. You're not asking for much. You just want the convenience of a clean, affordable stroller or crib delivered to your hotel or vacation home, ready to use. Welcome to Kingdom Strollers, a Disney-featured stroller and crib provider that does exactly what you're looking for at a great price. To book your stroller or crib, just click on the item you'd like to reserve and select the dates for your rental. We run a tight ship, so we will never overbook. Next, tell us where you're staying and choose the times for delivery and pickup. Then, choose from helpful free accessories like cooler bags and rain covers. It couldn't be easier. If you have any questions or concerns, you can check our FAQ page or just give us a call. We are always ready to answer your questions. Once you've placed your reservation, there's nothing left to do except count down the days until you're in sunny Florida. So what are you waiting for? Go ahead and book your stroller or crib from Kingdom Strollers today. Alright guys, let's talk about food. I'm 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 a fat boy. I'm hungry. Tom, I know you haven't eaten in like 3 days. So let's talk about food. I've been fasting. Today today I did eat and and now I'm I'm back I'm back on the road to uh not having to fast anymore. We don't have to go into those details though. So here's the problem with me. Like I don't ever like go out to get fast food and especially now that the fact that like I could cook at home, but I just don't recently cuz my wife came home we're eating out all the time and like, I'm not hungry at all. I've been eating nonstop. I think that we've been trying to support the local businesses and restaurants that are still open and do carry out and try to tip. So we've been we've been probably 50-50, but no matter what, it's always better, unless my wife is cooking, of course. Everything else is always better eating at Disney. And this list, you know, I started to break it down and put it in order from like resorts to Magic Kingdom. But you know what? We're just going to roll with it. And this started off as a top 10, but it quickly expanded to 20. And, and like Tom said earlier, I think it'll probably expand further than this as we, as we remember stuff. So no, the first thing I've got on this list, and because it's the first thing that, that came to my mind when, when I thought about food at Disney, it's, it's available year round at Columbia Harbor House, only available during food and wine at the American Adventure Pavilion. This is the lobster roll. Now, very distinct differences between these two lobster rolls, right? The the lobster roll, the American Adventure Pavilion, is warm. It's kind of on like a garlic bread almost, and I think it's better. The lobster roll at Columbia Harbor House is bigger, but it's cold. It is more filling. You know, my personal preference is the American Adventure lobster roll. Pete, I'm not sure if you made mention of it, but it is only available during food and wine. Did you... Did you, did you already say that? I, I said it. I, I did say that twice. So okay. thanks for paying we, attention. You didn't say. You didn't say it at the end. Okay. So I've I've actually done this almost in the same trip. I've had one at the American Adventure Pavilion and one at Columbia Harbor House. Pete, I agree with you. The one at the American Adventure Pavilion is definitely better. But if you're talking bang for your buck, or you're at Disney and you just want to have a lobster roll, don't don't laugh at the Columbia Harbor House. I mean, go in there, order it. It's a lobster roll. Or, or if you. Or if you go during food, not during food and wine, and it's not available. I mean, it's it's still worth it. I I like the lobster roll at Columbia Harbor House. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bash it at all. I think Columbia Harbor House is generally like underrated. I think a lot of people don't don't even know it exists. To be honest, it's kind of tucked away by the Haunted Mansion, and it's really good. I agree. I could, agree. Could you won't find more. a bathroom in there though. You won't find a bathroom. That is true. In half of it. That's true. That's true. 
But no, I think you're right. I think it is underrated. I, I think that a lot of people forget about it, or a lot of people just go by. It's not like a Pecos Bills that's, that's just out there, right? So I, I sat, I did Columbia Harbor House on my trip in December, for sure. That's the one that, that's most memorable, I guess, for me right now. And I ordered a lobster roll. Uh, my wife got, we might have, well, you know what we might have done? Oh, just, just my mom and I ordered lobster rolls. My wife just shared what I had. But I was over at the mobile order area, and it was really backed up at the time. It was just, we went there right at 1215. If I remember correctly, South Carolina had a very important recruit, maybe, uh, committing that day. But anyway, I watched every meal. I mean, a lot of people don't order the lobster roll, and every meal looked really good for a quick service. I can't speak to every meal, but if you go to, you know, Sunny Eclipse, that area, those meals look like, I mean, I... It's theme park. It's food, theme park right? food. I mean, it's it's hamburgers and chicken fingers and yeah. If you if you go to Columbia Harbor House, it looks a little better. So if I have to pick a a food that I miss, it is one hundred percent the lobster roll. I'm with you, Pete. Whether it's at Columbia Harbor House or American Adventure, it's a must get for me every time I visit Disney. So the next one that's actually not a must get for me, but I do know that it seems like everyone I go to Disney with gets this. It's the Dole Whip, and I. Inadvertently, I always eat some of it because my wife will grab it, and I'll say, ah, "Let me get a bite or two. So they have the. It used to be only in Magic Kingdom, but now it's spread out. You can find the Dole Whip a ton of places at Disney World. There is a Dole Whip float as well. I think it has rum in it. No, so the Dole Whip float at at Magic Kingdom obviously is not going to have rum in it, right? It's just pineapple juice and Dole Whip. Okay. Now there is, I I believe at Animal Kingdom you can get a Dole Whip and rum. And there's a couple a couple other places, Polly maybe. I think pineapple you can do it outside I. of the Polly. Yeah, at Pineapple and I at Polly. I think you can get it too. A Dole Whip and rum. I I love the Dole Whip and rum, y'all. This is uh, this is phenomenal. I mean, it's pineapple and rum. Come on, how can you go wrong with that? All right, I've, are we counting this as food, Pete? Because if it's, we're counting this as cream. food, do you have blue milk on the list? No, but I should put blue milk on the list because I mean, you told me last time you had it, you kind of had to chew it, right? So it's it's a meal replacement for you. <laughs> I'll tell you that. I'll have six of them. It'll be a meal. You're right. What else? What's we, what? Do, what do we have next year? We have Mickey waffles, which I think like Mickey waffles are such an iconic breakfast item at Walt Disney World. But I mean, if you were to type in hashtag Mickey waffles on Instagram. You would find, I mean, how many, how many of those posts a day, Pete? What do you think? Right now, probably 5,000. Well, right now, (laughs) you know what I mean. But no, I, I, I get you. I get you. And I agree there, there are certainly a lot of them and and it's, you know, a waffle should be a waffle, right? But Mickey waffles are just better. And I I think it's because of the size they're, you know, they're crispy. They're still soft in the middle. I mean, you think about a, you go to Waffle House, and I I know we have some friends that are involved in Waffle House, and Waffle House from Waffle the waffles from Waffle House are no good compared to Mickey waffles. Mickey waffles are just they're, they're something. I think else. it's like the amount of just kind of little areas the syrup can sit, can soak in. I mean, the butter, the, the everything on a Mickey waffle. This is something that if I could have a Mickey waffle tonight at eleven o'clock, it'd be fantastic. If I wake up to Mickey Waffle tomorrow at you know seven a.m., it'd be fantastic. I think Mickey Waffles are acceptable any time of day. Well, and you you take the standard Disney breakfast. You know, you get your sausage and your eggs and your bacon and whatever, and it's just like eh, whatever. 
And, and that's why Garden Grill, to me, the only reason Garden Grill stands out is because of the Mickey Waffles. Pete, you, you actually took the words out of my mouth. I was going to say, for the parents listening, if you're staying on Disney property and you want to do a quick breakfast, you don't always get a Mickey Waffle at your resort. It'll, it'll be your standard waffle you'd make at home. Exactly what you think. Now, we don't speak... I mean, we, we are hit, we're hot and cold on Garden Grill, for example. The one thing that, that makes Garden Grill worth it, in my opinion, is the Mickey waffles. I also think Chef Mickey's, while that has a, probably a better overall breakfast, you still have the, the character meet and greet, but the Mickey waffles obviously are there too. And I, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's just, just the Disney magic or, or the Disney bubble, as we like to talk about, but a Mickey waffle is better than a regular waffle, and I, I can't put my finger on it. 100% of the time. No, no question. All right, next we got on here... I think my favorite dessert at Disney World, and that's the gray stuff from Be Our Guest. So, Pete, I think this is a swing and a miss. Really? I think it's good. I think I think it's a lot of like a lot of hype, and it's so much fun to get the gray stuff, but because it's delicious, I think it's incredible. Don't believe me? Ask the dishes. I think it's incredible. So I think it actually used to be better. That that's that's fair. That's I think when it first, when, when the first time I ate the gray stuff was, I think my, my wife and I went and we could only get, Pete probably helped us secure this, but we got a lunch. And I think it was actually, I think the first time you actually ate the gray stuff was with, was the Mendu Disney trip, wasn't it? No, we went, I went one time prior with my wife. You did. Okay. And then we went on the, that Mendu Disney trip and I thought it regressed. I thought it got, that, those are, and then I went one other time uh, with my mom and my wife and it was about the same. I mean, it, so I think it started out much better, but I've, I've read people that said like opening day, it wasn't good. And then it got better. So I don't know. Maybe I have weird taste buds. I, I think it's good. I always get, I always get, I think it's the master's cupcake when I go to be our guest because it has the gray stuff on it. And you've been most recently. So maybe it, that's true. I mean, I haven't been in a while. Pete, this is another one that I, that, you know what? I talked about the Dole Whip as something that I don't always get, but everyone around me gets. This the Norwegian school bread. I, there is not a trip. I don't think I've ever been on a trip where this wasn't ordered by someone. I get this every time I go to Disney, hands down, like without question. I get the Norwegian school. Describe bread. Describe it. Describe what's on this. So it's it's there's coconut, right? It's it's basically coconut on bread with cream filling, and that, and that sounds good to you. Well, it's it's delicious. Now I will say it's it's tough to eat. With like a glass of wine, which is what I typically get in Norway. And and it's also, you know, it's, it's what, 11 o'clock in the morning and I'm drinking a glass of wine and eating, eating Norwegian school bread. So it's, it's tough to eat, but I get this and I will continue to get this every single time that I go to the parks. There's, there's nothing else in that bakery. And I think that's the perfect time for it, for a little snack. Because I mean, if you get, if you get to Mexico, like it, it's tough. You get to La Cava when it opens, and you could have chips. So I'm opposite of you. I like the chip. So my snack is is right right there at eleven, and you like to go and and you'd rather like not to to eat in Mexico and grab something in Norway. Correct. And speaking of that, here's your first on the fly edition. I don't go to Disney World anymore without getting chips. The trio in the in the Mexico <laughs> pavilion. How that missed the list, I don't know. But there's number twenty one right there. But Pete, I think. I'm in the minority here thinking this isn't very good. I, I despise coconut. And it, it does have a lot of coconut on it. But this it, is it a does good, have a lot of coconut. 
of everyone we've named, this is the best shareable, in my opinion. I think. Oh, you can 100% share it. Yes. I think you, you could break it up into fours. Uh, Pete, I've seen you do that. My wife has done that, where everyone kind of gets a, a bite of it. It's it's not small. I mean, it, it's a pretty good. No, it's the, Nor- it's, the Norwegian Norway Pavilion, Pavilion in general. Yeah, good yeah. good value. Good mm-hmm. value there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I agree. But yeah, the going back to the chips real quick. Like, I don't know, Tom. I'm 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 okay with this. You know, I I look. I I enjoyed sitting in La Cava. Well, I take that back. We had a group next to us that made it kind of unenjoyable. But I think I would enjoy sitting in La Cava for, you know, 30 minutes. The only problem I have with that is that I, I, I tend to order a second margarita if if I'm sitting in La Cava for an extended period of time. So, But see, what's wrong with that? I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with that, that choice. Depends what your plans are for the rest of the day. We'll leave it at that. There you go. There you go. So number six, you guys are at home are going to be like, what are they talking about? Chicken fingers and fries. But let me get very specific here. There are two places. Actually, no, I lied. There's one place where you get the correct chicken fingers, fries, and honey mustard. It's ABC Commissary or Bust. I know what Pete's thinking. Cosmic Rays. Cosmic Rays does not have the squirt honey mustard. They have the packaged honey mustard. They have the package, which is fine. No, it's not. The squirt honey mustard in ABC Commissary is hands down the best honey mustard at Disney World. The chicken fingers, it's it's chicken, it's chicken... It's not strips. Tenders. It's like, chicken it's tenders. Like, what do they call those? They're chicken tenders. They're chicken balls to me. I mean, they're... <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair. Sorry. I, I mean, they're more like chicken nuggets. Yeah, they are chicken nuggets. You're right. You're right. But but the honey mustard here is critical. I Pete, Pete and I were talking about this the other day. I mean, ABC Commissary... I can't believe it's a table service credit at dinner, but that's another conversation we need to have. But, well, but, yeah, it's, but it's different food though, right? The ABC commissary. I mean, this is maybe a hot take. It's the best lunch spot in, in Hollywood studios. No, I, I, I don't know why I said no first. The answer is yes. I do agree. It is the best in Hollywood studios. We've, we've talked about this before there. Hollywood studios is very short on dining options. You know what? Just in general. Ding, ding, ding. Bonus food item number two. A Ronto wrap. Yeah, that's true. That, that, yeah. That does need to be on there. That does need to be on there for sure. I, I love the Ronto wrap. I don't, I don't care for slaw generally, but I'll eat it on the Ronto wrap every time. It's, the sausage is like crispy. It's, I don't know. It's, it's good. You're right. You're right. All right. Let's go on. This one, I don't know how to say this. Like because it's everything, Ohana, just Ohana in general. When you start off, to me, you've got the appetizers that really, really make this meal. Tom, I know you love the noodles. I'm not going to tell. Po- <laughs> I'm not going to tell the noodle. Have I ever told? I may have told the noodle story on the Patreon. I don't think we've told the noodle story. But next Patreon episode, I'm going to tell it totally out of context. <laughs> I'm just going to next Patreon episode tell the noodle story. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited because I, I haven't heard that, so I have to. I'll have to listen to the Patreon episode too. But one thing I want to talk about Ohana really quickly is, you know, so far we haven't really talked about anything super expensive. We're kind of like diving into a more expensive restaurant here. And while we talk about the amazing things they have, it might be a place you have to go multiple times to experience all of this. Unless, you know, unless you're Pete. Pete's got money bags. 
Yeah, Ohana's definitely what's it up to? Fifty five bucks a head now, something like that. It's fifty or fifty five. One one benefit is the annual pass discount. That's nice. But I think I think looking at Ohana, Pete, you're right. You break it down. So I, I'm just gonna say, Matt. I know it's it's been some time since you've been there. I think the wings would be Matt's favorite for sure. The pot stickers are my favorite. Pete, I love the pot. Stickers. I don't know if Pete where you because you eat you. you you do everything but the salad pretty much at the beginning. You know, my for me, the the appetizers are really the the star of the show. Like I like the chicken, I like the steak, I like the shrimp, but for me the wings and the pot stickers are really the star of this show. So when I go out like to a nice restaurant with friends, a lot of times we'll get multiple appetizers, kind of shareables. You know, like Pete, when you go, is that kind of what you do, or do you just kind of hoard your favorite appetizers there? Well, I mean, this, it's a it's an all you all you can eat basically. So, all you care to eat, family style. Oh, you whatever care you eat. want more of, they're bringing. Yeah. So if so, yeah. I mean, absolutely. We had them. I think last time we went, we had them bring extra wings and extra pot stickers and just gorged ourselves on. So, them. so pretty much last time we went. So I'll tell you the last two times I've gone. When I went with Pete. Right when the initial appetizers hit the table, we just we just said, "Hey, go ahead and bring some more wings and pot stickers." And the guy was making fun of us because we weren't eating enough. And and then when I went with with my my wife's family, we did a family trip. Uh, we ate there late, and the pot stickers kind of got cold because you're passing. You know, we had ten people at the table or nine people or so, and I just said, "Hey, I, you know," he noticed we weren't eating, and we said, "You need anything else? It's some pot stickers." And he brought me twenty to myself, and I can't eat twenty. But that's the way it is. They don't. I actually recommend eating at Ohana late at night because they're trying to get rid of food. So they're bringing ridiculous. I mean, I was asking for like as close to rare steak as you can do it. Let's do it. Let's just see what it tastes like. And I, I say that I, I like the appetizers more, but it may be because I fill up on the appetizers, and then I don't eat the chicken, the steak, the shrimp because I'm so full from everything else. Well, I will say, like, when you were talking about pricing and, you know, I, I wasn't thinking about Ohana when we started this conversation. I don't know what I was thinking about. But anyway, $55 for, you know, all-you-can-eat food, all-you-can-eat appetizers, all-you-can-eat main course, it's really not that bad when you consider going to other Disney restaurants where if you're going to do, you know, three courses, what, what's that going to what's, what's run you? You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It gets, it gets expensive. You're, you're and, right. And before right. we move on. Because Ohana is a big topic to cover. Let's talk about the real star of the show, Pete. No, it, no, it, okay. it's the bread pudding. Because it's I have, I have another, I have another bread pudding on this list later on, and, and need- we we need to have we need to have the fight. We need to have the Ohana bread pudding versus the Raglan Road bread pudding fight. I may go get my wife. She, I may ask her to come upstairs and just settle this. It's the bread pudding. Now, has she had recent? Has she recently had the Raglan Road bread pudding? We haven't eaten the Raglan. We we have been inside Raglan Road. We we did not eat there. Have we ever had so, a celebrity guest appear on the podcast? Would this be a first? She she is very she's very busy right now, but uh, I'm not going to bother <laughs> her. We're going to have this competition at some point. We're gonna we're gonna put the Ohana bread pudding against the Raglan Road bread pudding, and I think the Raglan Road beats it out. I really do. Well. Well, Raglan Road, you they they bring you two sauces. They bring you like a vanilla sauce and a caramel sauce, and you dump it on the bread pudding, and it's cheesy. Mm. Well, Pete, you're, mm. you're once Disney reopens, you're going to be an annual pass holder, and all that's happening for my pass right now is it's being extended. So that's true. We're we're going to have quite a bit of carryover. 
I think on the next item, I have to take the lead here. It's the, the spring rolls, the pork rolls. I don't exactly remember what they call them in China. I just know I order them every time. Uh, the last trip, it was closing time, and they had one left. And I told the lady, I will pay full price for that one. I don't really care. They still wouldn't give it to me. I think she was taking it home for herself. But the egg rolls, the pork rolls, spring rolls, whatever you call them, at the China Pavilion, it's something... I. Have I ever done Epcot without getting them? I'm not sure. Have you ever Have you ever gone to Epcot without getting them twice? Yeah, I think it's a real question. I, well, the only thing that stops me from getting them twice is when they tell me I can have them. If they run one. out, they run out. If they run out, yeah, <laughs> they ran out because you you ate you ate them already. And, and these hey these do go very well with the tipsy ducks in love. I let will me, I will agree with that 100. percent Let me be the first to admit we have a longtime listener, a Patreon supporter, and someone who has done Disney with us who believes that I overrated these. He's going to know exactly what I'm talking about. And he maybe he's right. He got them, and he's like, Tom, you really you really screwed it here. These are overrated. You really oversold these. <laughs> and maybe I have. if I've overrated them to you, I'm sorry. But I think they're fantastic. So I think you really need to take the next one on the list, too, because I've had this before. I'm not. But, but, no, before we, go to, before we go to the next one, I think Tom just never eats egg rolls like outside of Walt Disney World. So he's just like, oh my gosh, these things are great. There is some I've truth never had that. one of these before. No, that that could be that there could be true too. To that. that could certainly be true. So for this next one, I I think Tom needs to take this one too because I've gotten this before and I mean it's it's okay, but it's I feel like you guys get it every time you go now. So my wife is the boss, right? And we we love It's good you time. could admit that. We we love baseline, Pete. I think you like baseline. I love base. I think baseline's fantastic because ba- you know why? Baseline is the only place at Disney. The well, I will say baseline and then Nomad Lounge. The only real like bars at Disney parks, like specifically at the parks where you go in and they have a full bar and they have real bartenders that can make you drinks. So let me start with that. Baseline is a stop for us, even if we're just getting drinks. When Pete and I go, they've got a lot of craft beer. I mean, they've got a lot of good stuff there. Baseline is a great place to sit down for 20, 30, 40 minutes. They have really good music playing. If you are someone who wants to get out of the Disney bubble, there's no Disney music that plays in there. And it feels different than Disney World. Would you agree with that statement, Pete? Especially if you're flying solo. Like I think it's a good place to just relax. You can sit at the bar. You can have a drink. Well, like, you can't sit yeah. at the bar. Well, you can, you can sit, stand yeah. at you can stand at the bar. So, so baseline has a charcuterie board, and my wife loves them. And there, I don't remember the exact price on it. I wish I did. I know the pretzels like nine or ten bucks. So the charcuterie board might be sixteen, twelve. I think it's eighteen. 18. I think it's eighteen. The, it is huge. I mean, it really is. There, there's a lot on there. That's, it is no question. My wife counts it as a meal replacement. It doesn't quite do that for me. I still need some chicken chicken nuggets and uh, fries from the ABC commissary around the corner. But this is a must-get for us now because it's right by the entrance of Galaxy's Edge. We we go to the Christmas shop in near Muppet Vision every trip, and we do Muppet Vision. So we're in that general area quite a bit. And Star Tours is not far from it. So, I mean, it's a must-stop for us. I think one of the things when you think about a charcuterie board – is like there's something for everybody on it. So it doesn't mean just like this is perfect for Thomas and, you know, his wife or Tom and his wife, sorry. But like everyone enjoys something on a charcuterie board. So when you're thinking about things, you know, when you're you know, walking through the parks, like think about things that 
everybody likes. Like I talked about appetizers earlier with Pete. Like, you know, I love to share appetizers. Like a charcuterie board's perfect for that. And it's and it's like I, I don't particularly care about this, but I think the presentation is nice. The the board they put it on is not it's not this little plastic deal. Sometimes you get food and wine, you'll get a charcuterie board and it's like a little paper or plastic plate. This is a legit charcuterie. I mean, it's really nice. Base baseline is just nice. Like you get real glasses, you get you know, uh, you get they make again when you order the shark. Yeah, they make good they, drinks. You get real drinks. Yeah, yeah, when I mean a good drink, I mean that you don't feel like you overpaid for that drink. You know, they, there's a heavy pour at baseline because to Pete's point, I mean it's real bartenders. This is a little different, a little different ball game. I don't necessarily recommend baseline for kids. I don't think the food menu caters to children. Just as an aside, and it's not themed either, right? Like kids are not going to go in here and enjoy it. There are some Easter eggs that you can find where, like the the blocks spell Disney, and so, but it's it's not a kid's place. Like I said, they're not playing Disney music. They're playing more like Jack. Think like Jack Johnson or John Mayer type paced music. All right, moving on. Um, I can't remember an Epcot trip where I haven't gotten this, and that's the uh, the fish and chips from the takeout window at Rose and Crown, guys. You know, Rose and Crown is one of my favorite places actually in Epcot, especially the World Showcase. Like, you know, Pete, you and I especially have a great you know great memory there, where we had a lot of fun when it was raining. We had a good time, but like I go every single time, like you said, for the fish and chips. I mean, I think it's just fantastic. It's great. so. I have a question. It's terrific. You guys say you can't remember a time that you didn't get fish and chips. But my question is, can you ever remember a time of being in the UK? Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I mean, I remember like the rain falling down and being there. And yeah, so I would say this is one that, that Pete probably... I was not a fish and chips guy until one time Pete just brought... Well, I don't know, we had like five or six people there. Pete just brought four in. He just walked in the Rosencrown. We had posted up at a table and it, we looked like birds like big birds picking <laughs> this food was just mauled and uh and ever since then i've been i don't know about i don't know about every time but i do like fish and chips it's it's hard to go in there just the environment you're in and and not eat it right i mean if if you can get a table inside rose and crown at the bar bring in a couple of orders of fish and chips get a i i always like to get a cider when i'm when i'm at rose and crown um but you know, sit sit down. Well, I guess stand up at the table and eat your fish and chips. It's it, it's a it's a great environment to do it in. So, what do we have next? This leads us to the best quick service at Disney now. Hands down, hundred percent. And I can't believe that, that we didn't get this higher on the list. This wasn't a this this wasn't a this wasn't a one to twenty three or whatever the heck we're at now. This was just a list your stuff. Yeah, but but this was like us thinking through it, and these are the order that we came up with these in. And I can't believe uh, that the Satuli Canteen was not like number three. If we want to talk about foods that I miss, because that's the premise of this episode, I miss the heck out of Satuli Canteen. If they had one in the city I live in, I'd eat there every day, every uh, day, a lot, a lot. So, so what's your what's your uh, what's your bowl? Build your bowl. So I go. What's your protein first? I off? go uh, noodles. And then I go okay. um, beef, and well, I do the combo platter. So I, I go you do shrimp, right? I, I sub the chicken for the shrimp. Typically, I do think actually the chicken might be better than the uh, beef tenderloin, but I, t- I I can't. I don't know. I'm a red meat eater. I like steak. I like burgers. Pete, you you do the combo. I don't know. You do the combo ball, I guess now. I'm I'm more just chicken now. I love the chicken. The chicken at Satuli is fantastic. 
I'm also a hash. I'm also a hash guy, a red and sweet potato hash guy. What sauce though? The the herb creamy herb. Um, okay. The creamy herb sauce, yeah. And I always get an extra creamy herb sauce because one's not enough. One and a half is about perfect. Two is too much, but about one and a half is perfect. So that's interesting. I've never gotten an extra. But if you remember, I always Pete, get an extra. When we first used to eat there. I didn't even put it on. I would just barely even dip, dip. anything in. Yeah. Yep. And yep. now I dump it all, stir it all up, and, and roll. I might have to try that. Okay. But I agree. I think I think that uh, I think Satuli is hands down the best restaurant at or best quick service restaurant at Disney World, and I I miss it. I miss it a lot. So next on the list is probably something I again I'd have to tip my cap to my wife for this one: a ham and cheese croissant in France. One, the price point you can't beat it. I think it's like three dollars. So cheap. Mm-hmm. Two, it. I mean, it's it sounds really basic, and it is, but it's really good. It's really good, and. Pete, I think you've ordered this now. It's great at that point at the World Showcase too, right? You know, because you have to. Well, <laughs> it's perfect at that point, Pete. You don't have to wait in line. I mean, you could you could do you could do France. You could and, you could mobile order it probably, yeah. Well, no, I'm just saying you could do France and stay outside of that restaurant. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, actually, now uh, Beauty and the Beast sing along empties out into that restaurant. What I'm sure, I mean, it always did, but. It was different, but now it's popular, right? Now it's a little popular, so it's kind of crazy in there. But uh, so that that's one, and then the other one that I'll, I'll take the lead on the the shrimp, the grilled shrimp mac and cheese at Animal Kingdom. I've had it twice now. It is think if you can if you've had the grilled shrimp at Satuli, identical to that, but think of like the best mac and cheese you've had at Disney World. It is at a booth near the meet and greet for the characters from Up. And Pete, I don't think you've had this yet. My my wife actually found this. I don't know on a website. She's a big big mac and cheese fan, and so we grabbed it after I ate, I ate Satuli, and then we went there and grabbed that. And I had a couple bites. I'm not gonna lie, it was fantastic. Matt, do you remember? Um, and I, we went to Fantasmic. Do you remember the cones of macaroni and cheese? Actually, I do. It's kind of shocking. I remember that. Okay, that was good. Like, hold on, you're. You're talking about the, it was like, like a bread paper cone yeah. thing. Yeah, it was no, it was like a bread cone filled with mac. You could get jalapeno or bacon, I think. Oh, I bet Matt's was yep. disgusting. <laughs> it, it was. It was very I, jalapeno. I just, I just remember like Matt deserted me. We went. We got to Phantasmic. We were like thirty minutes early. <laughs> I was Matt about deserted to tell that me. Story. <laughs> and he 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 appeared out of nowhere with like guys with like drinks and food. I was going to say, is this? A, I didn't know which direction. I was like, is this a Patreon episode? I mean, where are we at here? No, I will say that, like, you know, Pete and I did our good job. We got pretty good seats. And I don't know what, what happened that night, Pete, but for some reason, there wasn't a lot of opportunity to go, you know, buy things. Like, every line was super long. They didn't have a whole lot of kiosks or whatever you want to call them, like, you know, carts. And I finally found a short line, but I had to walk like a mile back. Like, I feel like I was on the other side of the Fantasmic, you know, arena. But I brought so much crap back. I brought back like peanuts. Pop, I think popcorn. And, uh, yeah, like hot dogs. I think I spent like 75 bucks on that trip. And I was like, <laughs> Pete, I told Pete, I was like, I'm not walking away from my seat again. Like this is all we're going to eat the entire night. We know what? Again, I'm going to talk about the noodles. Maybe our next Patreon episode is just stupid stories. I don't know. There you go. Uh, Pete, the, the next one is a Hollywood Studios Either or, or, so if, if you're, for our 
our earmuffs crowd, our under 21 crowd, I think the PB&J milkshake at 50s primetime is well worth $8, uh, eight or nine bucks. I think you can get the, the PB&J milkshake at the tune-in lounge also. Yes, you can. I'm sorry. I meant to say the tune. Yeah, it is. A, it's the tune-in lounge. No, you can get it at 50s primetime for you have sure. To but I think you can you yep. can also get it at at tune-in hey, lounge. Hey, can you can you get it to go by the way? The PBJ yeah, milkshake, yes. yeah, you can. Cuz yes. I, I think that would be more like I think it would be better to get it to go like in the summertime. I've only like, have, I'd pay $8 for like for some cool refreshing. But you have to understand. So I I got it to go last time and that was in January and you think like okay, it's going to be this cool, refreshing drink. Even in January, it melted pretty quickly. So my wife and I split it. It, it is definitely shareable. I, I want to get that out. You, you should share it. But if you want to have a adult beverage in milkshake form, I think going with the Bailey's chocolate milkshake or vanilla, if you like vanilla, is probably the way to go. I agree with that. I don't know that I consider it food, but well, hey, whatever. Well, you put Dole Whip on here, so it is what uh, it is. That's fair. That's fair. I don't agree with this next one at all. Well, In fact, I try to avoid this place like the plague. And if I love, if you're going to put Casey's Corner on here, we need to put something from Cosmic Rays on here. I, I actually toyed between Cosmic Rays or Casey's Corner, but I just had to. I had to be honest. The chicken fingers at ABC Commissary are better than Cosmic Rays, so I went Casey's Corner hot dog. I think foods that I maybe I was thinking more like first trip to Disney kind of sentimental deal, but no, I miss Casey's Corner. I miss everything about it. I miss the piano player outside of it, and I miss the hot dogs. Really, I really, love, I, 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 I kind dogs. of agree though. Like Casey, Casey's Corners for me has always been a place that I wanted to end my night in the Magic Kingdom. You know, as as all the all the attractions close, and you're making way making your way down Main Street. Casey's Corner always stays open, like when the shops are still open, and you know, you can go work your way through, get a get a big hot dog, get a milkshake. You can do a lot of things at Casey's Corner. And they have hilarious videos playing as well on the old TV. I just, that place is always 100% packed. Pete, it's and, called and it's, Mobile you're Order. You're waiting in line just for Mobile a, Order. You're waiting in line for a hot dog. Pete, just Mobile Order. I mean, how, yeah, I, I, mean I, I used to be pretty hungry at the end of the night. I don't know how hungry you are, but a hot dog always hit the spot. It was like the American classic right then, right there. And it was just great. So the last item we have is something that I miss dearly. I, I don't really have a sweet tooth unless I'm at Disney World. And I when I have Disney snack credits, I will try and I will barter with the people on my trip to say, hey, let me keep your snack credits so I can just get a box of these. The peanut butter and chocolate chip cookies in the Magic Kingdom. You have to make sure you get that kind. Don't don't do it elsewhere. It's it's on Main Street USA, or sometimes it's only in big tops. You need to go to the bakery on go to the bakery on Main Street first. I personally think they're a little better there. I'm sure they're made in the same place. I actually had to buy them at Big Tops last time. But, I mean, if my wife were here, she'd tell the truth. I conservatively ate a trip, probably, to take home. I, wow. I like to take them home. I like to take them wow. home. Wow. This is my – I've been at Disney a week. And this is like a week of every time I go to Magic Kingdom, I eat at least one. And I put them in a to-go box, which Disney will give you. And they are travel snacks. Or, if we're, if we're going to be home that night, they hang out in my kitchen for as long as – as long as I think they're still good to eat. I uh, I do have one other thing on here, and I don't, I don't know if you want to put it on here or not, but cause, because I've never actually bought this at Disney, but Disney popcorn is really good. And and I say I've never bought it because we ate about 37 boxes of it at the, uh, at the Villains thing we went to. <laughs> I mean, we were literally 
getting a box, eating half of it, and throwing it away because they wouldn't let you take it into the into the lines. Pete, I can actually see you just like going nuts with some popcorn, like like oh you can't take it in the line. Well, okay, fine, I'll throw it away, and then immediately go buy some more popcorn. No, no, no. We weren't buying. Well, I mean, this. you say buy, you say buy, just, but we were just picking it up. You walk up, you grab a bottle of water and a case of popcorn. What did we miss, Pete? It was also free at this event. We each got at least one. You can't eat it without it being a mess. It's a frozen treat. It's shaped like a Mickey. I, I don't want to put Mickey premium ice cream bars on here because I don't really miss them. Honestly, I don't. I don't miss them either. You know what? That that's that's crazy to say. I do miss the popcorn though. I do miss the popcorn. So that's it. That's the list. I don't know what number we ended up at. We talked a lot. I talked a lot. You did talk a lot. Anything else? I mean, is is there uh do we miss anything? I could I think it's safe to say we could talk Disney food for far too long. So I'm just gonna stop. I miss a lot of Disney food and that's at least the start of my list. I, I think Satuli's number one on there. Hands down. All right. Well uh with that secret trivia for the week, what do you got? So I'm gonna do something weird on the secret of the night. Because this is weird times. I'm going to do a Disneyland secret. So did you know California... I'm not... Yeah, secret, yeah. Did you know California's Disneyland officially opened July 17th, 1955 with a final price tag of roughly $17 million. But there's actually an attraction in Disneyland that costs more than the entire park by itself. When Space Mountain was completed, the complex... It cost $18 million, and this was 20 years later, of course, 1975. I thought it was kind of an interesting stat. I mean, inflation, right? It's pretty crazy. So going to the trivia question of last week, it was, what is the slowest thrill ride, excluding Barnstormer in the Magic Kingdom? It was Space Mountain, 28 miles per hour. It hurts my heart because obviously it's my favorite attraction. But I think, I mean, a lot of you guys got it right because we've probably talked about this being a slow attraction in the past. Uh, trivia question of this week. We're going to continue our need for speed. How fast is the beginning of Rock and Roller Coaster? So you accelerate to a certain miles per hour in 2.8 seconds on the beginning of Rock and Roller Coaster. What speed do you hit? You can tweet us at podcast or email us at mendowdw at gmail.com with your guesses. Look forward to all you guys reaching out. All right. Well, uh, just want to again mention... Uh we do have a Patreon. We're currently doing two episodes a month. We're, we're looking to maybe increase that this month to possibly three. And, uh, and our ultimate goal is to hit an extra four episodes a month. I don't know if it'll happen, but we'll see. We're going we're gonna to reach for it for sure. Uh, our, our plan is also, as we go to the parks, we're going to post some extra stuff on Patreon. We're going to do some reviews, maybe some video stuff. I don't know yet. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll see if we get into that, but definitely some reviews some kind of behind the scenes stuff. So if you guys are interested, definitely check that out at patreon.com slash Anything else? That's it for me. Think we're good. All right. Well, that's all for this week. Please tune in next week for some more Disney magic. Look for us on the Twitter at podcast. If you have any suggestions, questions, or comments, please tweet us or email us at mendowdw at gmail.com. Also, please check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash If you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe and leave us a review. It really does help us out. Thank you so much for listening and giving us the most valuable thing you have, your time. We'll see you next week.